Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon Woodruff. Welcome to the Small Business Podcast, where I interview different small business owners and ask them questions that matter and that you can take their answers and apply it to your business. Uh, my guest today was Eric. Uh, he is the owner of BC Modern. It is a an awesome store in Milwaukee. I have not seen it in person, but I have seen it on social media and just see his content. And it's awesome, as you'll hear. I'm uh, really excited for you to hear this one. Um, just really quick before we jump in, I am a both in person but also online fitness coach. So if you are in the Kansas City area and interested in in-person coaching, or if you're anywhere else and interested in online coaching, uh, just give me a, just check out my website, woodrufffitness.com, W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F, as in Frank, uh, fitness.com. And you can see all my info there, testimonials. You can uh, schedule a call with me, all that kind of stuff. And the call is free for us to just talk through things and see how we can work together. So if you're interested, um, look forward to meeting you. Uh, otherwise, uh, and even if so, hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon. Uh, welcome to the Small Business Podcast. I have with me today Eric. Eric, why don't you go ahead and um, introduce yourself, man? Tell us, tell us who you are, what you do, as much backstory as you want, man. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I am. Uh, I'm Eric. Um, I am a full time reseller. I've been a full-time uh, reseller since like, 2003, 2004, something like that. Um, I own uh, BC Modern, which is a vintage shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We also own a auction company, Brew City Auctions. Um, yeah, anything that's vintage, anything that's at least 30 or 40 years or older, like that's the stuff I'm after. And I mean, I shop basically every day like that's kind of what it's become at this point is just yeah. like just every day yeah um, but that's that's pretty much all i do man <laughs> <laughs> man that's awesome you know i i usually will, will share on here how i connected with the guest and you know um just so everybody understands like i saw eric on tiktok and he his stuff like dude i just want to say like your not only the cool stuff you find, but like the vibe with which you present it on that app is just so like attractive. I'm like, Oh, I want that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, it's cool. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn. I'm it's, I'm, yeah. it's funny. Cause I'm trying to learn TikTok. Like it's, it's a, it's a weird algorithm. How that, how that site works, yeah. you know, but it's, it's super intriguing. Like to me, I've always been, um, because I came like I started in the vintage business before you before social media was really big like mm. we had to run journal ads and yellow wow book ads and shit like that serious bro like yeah if I if I had an auction like I had to put it in the and I got her work or just anybody in general um it's just, it, it's, yeah, the business is different, man. It's so different now. <laughs> man, I can only imagine that. I mean, I've been doing it for like, I don't know, not even a year and a half yet. So uh, when I, you know, that I can't even imagine <laughs> running journal ads and stuff, man, that's insane. Um, cool, man. So, so you're in Milwaukee. Um, have you, and you said you're born and raised there. So you've been yeah. there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Born okay. and raised here. I actually, my shop is in the neighborhood that I graduated high school in. Wow. Like this neighborhood used to be like run down. Man. But now it's like like the popping area of Milwaukee, you know? Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. 
That's crazy how things change like that. I can't even, I lived in Brooklyn, um, New York before this. I'm from Georgia originally. I've moved a lot, but like, even, even in the short time I was there, it was like, things are changing, you know? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, man. Um, okay, cool. So I know that this is your full-time gig, um, and you have your shop and you sell. So one thing that's intriguing to me too, is, um, you, you do a lot of sales like through Instagram directly, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. So can you share a little bit about how you were able to kind of get that? Um, because that's, that's one thing that I think is for me personally, but also for a lot of people, I know there are a lot of people out there who are trying to build their following on Instagram and be able to make some sales through it. Like I've made a few sales through Instagram, but it's definitely not yeah. a, re- a regular thing. So what was your, uh, what was your methodology and, and the kind of approach getting into like getting to a point where you can make sales consistently through Instagram? So, like the way the way our even the way our concept for BC Modern even started, the plan was we were only going to use Instagram to let people know what we had. Mm-hmm. It just it just so you know so what it meant is everything that I got was always available strictly through Instagram and at a very consistent and high volume. Like anybody that's trying to sell on Instagram, it is not going to happen with just like two, three items a week, like you have to, the shit, it's very, it's their algorithm is even more weird now than it was years ago, but you have to be consistent. Like if you got five things for sale, you know, post those five things, you know, whether the same day at a different time period or across a couple of days, like that's the main thing that I did is I just stayed like super consistent posting new shit every day for like two three years like straight like no bullshit like that's really what it was and then once once we got into um once honestly it kind of changed once COVID hit because Mm -hmm. we had been doing that but we were still allow people to come to pick up their items in the store when we're open but when we switched when it went to COVID like it was strictly all Instagram so I would just say consistency is one and maybe you know um hold on maybe uh making shit super exclusive yeah you know like where where it's only one way to get to your stuff and part of it is don't buy shit everybody else buys (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah selling like ikea furniture and stuff like (laughs) yeah i mean you just you know like i think if like you're flipping furniture and obviously you've under you're starting to understand quality furniture like I personally have always been attached to mid-century modern, even before we had yeah. at the store when it was auction company. That's how we decorate it. But I'm also a person that can appreciate quality furniture. If you under, if you can appreciate quality furniture, it don't matter what time period it came from, you should be able to make money if you know how to buy it, right? Like yeah. it could be some shit that just came out last year, but if it's you know something that you know is of value, you can flip it. Yeah. I love that, man. You know, I think that the I think that that type of answer you just gave is one that people, I feel like they like to hear it because it's simple, but they don't like to hear it because it's hard also, like the consistency aspect, you know what I mean? Like people don't like- I started with one follower, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and this is, I'm I'm no bullshit, man. Like we, I, I was buying stuff before we opened up our warehouse location where we started posting on Instagram. The, the whole, the whole concept was like, I'm going to get, this building where like shit neighborhood and post every, everything every on Instagram. Dude, and I'm, t- I'm telling you that shit worked. Like, yeah. 
That's so awesome. <laughs> just, like you said, it's the answer that people know is the truth. But like, dude, I to the point where I, I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. But I'm not on. I don't use Instagram. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's 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 the it's the answer that nobody wants to hear. Like people want to spread themselves out all the, over so many platforms. It's like. Yeah. Put all the effort into one and then get on TikTok and meet Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what you did. Oh, that's awesome, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's, you know, I think that that's a common, like, I think that that's advice that goes against a lot of what you hear out there because, you know, so many people, even in, even in reselling, you know, when I, I didn't know what I was doing, man, I still half the time don't feel like what I, I know what I'm doing. I'm learning it still. But like when I, like you hear so many people be like, all right, post your stuff on, um, you know, post your stuff on eBay, Amazon, um, Etsy, like all the local marketplaces, like all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it, it's very like, I don't, I know some, and, and, I, and the, to add to the confusion, you see people who are doing that and making a lot of money, but it's, I think the thing that people leave out and, and what I think what's, what I had to learn really quickly in this was that, I need to play to my strengths, not like somebody else's strengths, because it's so easy to just see those numbers that they're getting, especially when they just show their eBay numbers, which you have no idea how yeah. much of that is profit, right? But like, you just yeah, see these huge yeah, numbers yeah. and you're like, man, let me, let me kind of emulate what they're doing. But what I realized is I hate selling like a billion small items. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I do this as like mm -hmm. a side thing and I love it. Uh, but like I do fitness coaching as well. I coach people online. I coach people in person. So I can't be spending my time on a bunch of items. Yeah, I'm your get time is valuable, man. On. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, yep, 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 let, yep. No, your time is, that's, that's one piece that, like you said, a lot of people just don't, they take for granted, man. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Cool, man. Well, what I'm going to let's, um, I, for whatever reason we're having to like, I don't know if you're hearing it, but it's lagging a little bit on my end. Let's turn our video off and see if that helps. Okay. Do you mind? I don't. All mind. right. Just click that stop video button and let's see. Let's see if we can, can you hear me? Okay. Still? Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, I think that's already a little better. So let me throw okay. another the next question at you here. So um, what would you say are some of the biggest problems and obstacles you've had to overcome, you know, since you since you kind of started your own thing back in back in the early 2000s? What have been some of the biggest, biggest things? I imagine COVID may or may not be one, but guess just Honestly, how would you answer the, it? The biggest, the biggest, the piece that a lot of people don't know about me is like I started and I started as an eBay company. Like we oh. did, we, we did liquidations. So like in Oh two, Oh three, like all these physical eBay stores were opening up. So I opened up an eBay store also where you could bring your shit in and we would sell it. But what we did is we went after like, like overstock, like companies closing oh. and shit like, you know, so yeah. like I, I came in from a eBay point of view where we were doing like, 150 to 200 auctions every single week like wow. so for me honestly the biggest and the hardest piece of any of this dude like through everything i've done ebay has always been ebay had always been my my biggest crutch yeah because i was making very very good money like from the time we closed that place to we went to the when we had a pawn shop to just being an auction company like leaving ebay was my biggest hurdle yeah. like leave, leaving from a system that was already built and trying to build my own system yeah was the was the hardest thing so like even even covid wasn't 
as, as hard as it could have been, but um, that piece was the hardest because I had like maybe like eight or nine years of like making a very good living off of no matter whatever pieces I've added to the liquidation company, um, we still had eBay as the background where it was like, you know, it's kind of hard to lose when you got 150, 200 auctions selling every single fucking week, you yeah, know, like, I can imagine, you know, so, but, but in the same token, like you were saying before, like the amount of work that goes into spreading yourself out over, over that, um, you know, you know, when people, when you look at, you know, these, these Instagram posts and shit where they're, like you said, they're putting up their numbers. It's like, man, what about the seller fees? What about mm -hmm. all the time that you stuck into cross promoting this to put it on all these different sites just to have it sell three months later? Like, I, dude, I've done all of that shit. That's why I don't, the, the key to any of this. And if anybody, this is, this is, this is the biggest gym I could give anybody just because of where I'm sitting at right now. Yeah. Those same processes that you learn from eBay and Etsy and, and Poshmark and all of that shit, you can take those same principles and put it into Instagram, TikTok, or whatever it is that you're going to put it into. Yeah. And it's going to take you time, but that's all I really did. That was my biggest hurdle was leaving those platforms. So I had to figure out how to use one platform to yeah. do the same thing I was doing on those platforms. Yeah. Man, All so you're you, doing is paying for their traffic. You know what I mean? Like, get, yeah, that's yeah. what you're paying for. You're paying for their traffic. You're paying the monthly fee, the insertion fee, and the final value fee. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. So that, you know, to a long answer, like, that was my biggest hurdle is, like, leaving an established, like, platform and trying to build my own, like, infrastructure that, that could mimic that. Yeah. Man, that's, I mean, that's, I can even, I even feel a little anxious, like hearing you say it. Cause I'm just like, you know, I, the thought of you are literally leaving, like you said, you're leaving something that has probably, I don't know, probably a billion or more. I have no idea, but how many mm -hmm. eyes on eBay, eBay globally uh, mm -hmm. versus like, like you said, you start with one Instagram follower and you go from there, yeah. you literally build your own audience and you've done it, man. It's super impressive and cool. So, so that's, that's, uh, that's a really cool answer too. Like I've, I've interviewed a few resellers on here and definitely at neither in this podcast nor any of the podcasts I listen to, have I ever heard anybody say like leaving eBay is the way to go, you know? So that's awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, that, and that's the, that's the shit I'd be like, like, man, if I was, <laughs> dude, we owned a pawn shop and we sold on eBay. Like, yeah. I, I laugh at these boxes stacked up and shit. Cause I'm like, man, <laughs> that means nothing. Like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, people are so visual, you know, mm -hmm. like they, they just are so visual, but I'm telling you like the, the move is just whether it's eBay, Poshmark, Etsy, whatever platform that you're selling on and having success in, yeah. take that same principle and try to put it into something else where it's, it's direct to consumer. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, and that's, if it takes you a little, lo little longer, you're going to make up, you're going to make it up in fees anyways. Yeah. Like the money you're, I don't know. I just, it's really as clear as that. I can't yeah. really fucking. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you, man. From my very, you know, compared to you, so, so inexperienced with this, but like uh, I was for me as somebody who like I started and have continued, you know, I'd say, I mean, I might sell, I might sell 5% of my stuff on online. Like all of my, all, like 90 for 95% of what I sell is, 
is local through, you know, it, now Instagram is my least uh, frequent, most frequent. I, but again, that comes back to, I haven't put a lot of time into it. Like you've, like you've suggested my, I sell mostly on Facebook marketplace uh, offer up and well offer up slash let go now, you know, some on Craigslist, like, you know, Can all I give you a suggestion apps. for Instagram. Yeah, of course. Instead of how you're trying to, look at it as like selling it like look at the art form of like a nice nice picture or a nice detail of what you're trying to sell that's awesome and just use it as a funnel to wherever the other place that you are selling you know like whatever you know use your bio link you know like take a nice half picture of a dresser or some shit and Mm -hmm. you know hit the bio link like look at the art form version of, yeah. of, of social media for Instagram first and then like Gary V say once you ask for the money dude you can't go back right you know? so it's like you know <laughs> yeah I love it man and that's it's interesting too because on the on the fitness side of my business that's exactly what I've done for years is just post like you know just content 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 that just helps people you know asking for nothing in return and then every now and then i'll throw out there hey by the way i also coach and then i'll have people sign up you know so like Mm -hmm. but but for whatever reason (laughs) i guess that just went out of my mind when i did the furniture thing so anyway yeah principle yeah absolutely so let's uh let's move into just a little bit of um what some of the questions i have here as far as like kind of how you run your business behind the scenes so who Mm -hmm. would you say is um and who would you say is kind of like the target audience that you have, like that you're trying to sell, trying to sell to? Oh, my, my target demographic is um, 30 to 45 year old women. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're all about the vintage. Well, it's just, you know, I mean, it's home decor, it's aesthetic, Mm -hmm. it's mid-century modern, like, you know, all of those, all of those pieces in the years of, you know, when we did pay for it, you know, Facebook or Instagram promotions, like, it, you know, you, you get the, the um, analytics behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you, you know, and then being in the store too, I can, I know who's coming in. Yeah. Know, so. mm-hmm. Cool, man. So let's say, and we've already touched on this a really, really good bit. So um, I would just kind of ask if there's anything that we haven't already talked about that you would add to this, like marketing and kind of getting new prospects and new customers, you know, what does that, what does that look like for you? I know Instagram is, is a big, big part of it. Was there anything you'd add to that though? At this point, that's, that's it. Like that's, that's, I mean, TikTok is starting to, I'm starting to get customers like local people mm-hmm. are finding me on there, but I didn't, I didn't, my TikTok, it isn't, isn't even the same name. Like it, I don't, yeah. I, I, I'm very big on like each platform having its own kind of identity in itself. And if people find you there, they do, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's there's honestly i don't i don't i don't use anything else like i got off of facebook back mm-hmm. in march and yeah. um can't imagine so why <laughs> yeah Man, i don't even go there bro <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, it's a different episode <laughs> yeah that's a whole yeah. different like yeah even yeah. on instagram people are starting to yeah do crazy stuff but it is what it is yeah. like but that's that's all i use at this point is instagram um, obviously I have a website too, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's good to have a website. People still do, you know, use websites. Yeah. Um, but that's just my method, man. That's, that's, that's my method of marketing. I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on it on IG right now. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's kind of what it is. Do you do anything with like referrals of any sort? 
What do you mean? Like, do like you, when people would you buy and stuff? Or yeah, stuff or yeah. I mean, would you say like, do you have anything in place? I'm just curious, like where, let's say you have somebody who, you know, they're, they're a customer, let's say they come into your shop or they buy something from you on Instagram, um, you know, and they mm-hmm. come pick it up. Like, do you have anything in place where you're like, you know, Hey, spread the word, tell your friends, or is it, is it more like an organic, it just happens by itself kind of thing? It just happens by itself, man. Like that early on in business, I, I kind of met like a second or third generation antique dealer. And he, you know, he told me like, just be fair with people and real with people. And it'll always come back around for you. Yeah. And and that's, that's really all I've done. I don't, I don't run any advertisement for my auction company. Like it's on the website, but it's, it's not. I don't, I'm like, there's no, there's no paid advertisement. There's no, there's not even an Instagram or Facebook page for that company. Like it's just, it's just really word of mouth and and treating people right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I don't, I do, I do like little perks. Like when people send me pictures of stuff in their house and I repost Mm -hmm. it, like I'll give you money off your next purchase. You know, um, I do stuff like that more of like, um, I do, you know, I, I look out for like realtors if they get me a house sooner, you yeah. know, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I take care of my, I take care of thrift store managers, Yeah, you know, like, you know, pop in, it's nothing to give them a Starbucks card or some shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. but you know, as far as uh, anything else, that's a pro that's about all I do now. Yeah. That's about all I do. Yeah. I love it, man. I love the simplicity yet effectiveness of your model. It's awesome. So go ahead. Oh, no, it's just, it's, it's just the truth. Like that's, yeah. you know, just treat people how they want to be treated. That shit comes, it comes, yeah. it comes back around. Yeah, definitely. So, so normally at this point, I kind of ask, um, you know, what people's content that they put out looks like again with this, we kind of touched on a lot of that in the intro, but you know, I, yeah, with you, it's very much one thing that I have seen that you've already talked about, um, with your stuff that I really don't see a lot like in the, and I follow like when I, when I get into something and I'm trying to learn it, like for instance, reselling that I've only been into for a year and a half now, I follow tons of people who are doing it. Like, you know, try to get in contact with people, try to figure out, you know, okay, what's, what are things that I I see other people doing that I certainly want to kind of emulate, Uh, not Mm -hmm. rip off, but like model after. And then like, what are, what are things that I definitely want to avoid doing, you know, and, and out of all the people that I follow, like I definitely, you are one of the only ones that I see taking a almost artistic approach to, to sharing, you know, the items that you have for sale. Most, most of it's, you know, most of what you hear is, you know, post this with like a, you know, a clean white background. So it gets higher in the Google search and all this kind of stuff. And here you are out here taking pictures of your, your furniture in the, in the street. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it, man. Like I was so drawn to that. I was like, Oh man, he took a picture of that chair. It's sitting out on the sidewalk, like with the, you know, I was like, this is amazing. And I loved it. It wasn't like, it looked great. It made me want to buy that, you know? So I just was like, man, yeah. So that's, but, but what would you say, like, is there anything you'd want to add about how you kind of present your content, you know, that you, you know, kind of what your methodology is and, and thoughts behind how you post that? Honestly, like, like I, um, I went to school for commercial art, but okay. <laughs> my dad was an electrician. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to become an electrician. So like <laughs> I changed what I was supposed to become and I never went back to like drawing or anything like that. So to me, yeah the moment I, the moment I was able to stop, um, like 
seeing the auction business as a like a liquidation part but more of like it would get me things that i could draw with like Mm -hmm. like i look at this like the way i stage and i take photo photography is like i feel like i'm drawing the picture in my head you know so like to me to see the chair in the middle of the street like i can see the building in the background i can see the ghost sign on the building i can see the clouds in the sky and like you know like it's just it's 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 really I, i really see it as like artwork yeah in itself you know so that's just kind of my and 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 that piece that piece like like seriously like rejuvenated me in the vintage business yeah and it just it because now it became it it was like I finally found my passion so part of it is not even really like selling this stuff dude I love like setting up my shop like I'm sitting in there right now because it's like it's a cool place to chill shit you know and it just you know so it's like it's it's so artistic in so many ways. It's like, it's therapeutic for me too. Like if I don't create like a cool vignette or draw something, like put a chair somewhere, like, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that. Like every day. Dude. Yeah. Like, I got doubt. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's like, like, again, it's, it's not just, I know how to sell stuff. So that's mm-hmm. the piece that's not like, I think people get so wrapped up in the sale that they forget what they're, you know, just appreciate the shit you got in your hands. Like yeah. some of this shit you ain't going to see no more. Like I think, right. especially for new resellers, like you guys don't understand, like, dude, there's stuff that I just don't even see that I used to see like tons of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't even exist anymore. And wow. and I'm in more houses than the normal person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Just that, appreciate it. Appreciate what yeah. you have in your, you know, appreciate what you have in your hand. And if you don't, that's okay. There's certain shit that I flip, but I think if you're dealing with anything vintage or old or rare, like, mm. man, you, you're dealing with history in yes. your hands. Yes. I, and man, like already, like I can tell, that's something that I love. Like I, I, I never in a million years, like thought that I would enjoy this. Like, but I, I literally started doing it just out of, all right, I need money. Like, but then um now like i've gotten to the point where i'm just like i love this i enjoy it so much and i like i've i've built you know because i buy from a lot of the same estate sales and auction companies and stuff i've gotten to know and kind of build relationships with some of those people and i've got one Mm -hmm. guy who he's like he's the coolest dude but he'll try to sell me like you know the furniture that needs to be assembled and stuff and i'm like no man i want vintage stuff i don't want the new stuff Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so plus i hate putting it together so yeah but i I just that's amazing man i love how you found something that you know, that rejuvenates you and recharges you, you know, and like, so you build it into your day and you love it. So that's, that's. So, so here's the, th- here's the thing with that, Brandon, is like what, you know, coming in and you're starting as with the mindset of to make money with the business, like mm-hmm. it's very, like we're, we have to make money. That's, that's neither here. Like we have to, to keep the business surviving. Right. But the moment you can find a passion in something you're doing, like, that's the piece I was missing. Like it's, I can get shit every day. Like Mm -hmm. we can get stuff all the time, but I had lost the passion of buying and selling because of like a eBay type lifestyle where it's just posted. It's out the door. You don't know who it is. They file a fucking claim because it don't fit them right. Like, you know, it's just, it's, you know, so it, it took the passion out of the reselling. And now that I have, you know, passion, I would suggest that to anybody, like start with the things you like first. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love that. I love that. And I think that, you know, I, we have a lot of just a real quick thing here. We have a lot of, um, 
like my two daughters, you know, my oldest is seven and my youngest is a year and a half. So we're still in the, like, they get clothes and then they're like, they're out of them really fast. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we had accumulated a ton of like little girl clothes. And I was like, man, you know, I'm a reseller now I can sell this. And so Mm -hmm. my wife even helped me like stage it, take pictures and stuff. And I just drained me, man. I hated yeah. that so yeah. much. Like it, I literally, I was just in a bad mood sitting there trying to list it. And I was like, I'm never selling clothes again. Like I'm just going to donate the clothes and go get more furniture. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. And then there's people who love selling clothes. And yeah. They're yeah. like, I can't believe you would move a dresser. It's like, right, oh, right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got their preference. Yep. Definitely. So just a couple more questions on the behind the scenes stuff here. And then I kind of want to talk a little bit about you as the business person, but um, your sales process seems pretty, seems pretty obvious to me based on what we've already said. So people either come into your shop or they, you know, they, they, do they reserve it with you if it's an Instagram or do you just say like, Hey, get here first. Like, what does that look like a purchase through Instagram? So at this point, um, post since post COVID basically, Mm -hmm we went to a process where I post things for sale. If I put them with the price, then they're available for purchase. You can pay with PayPal or Venmo, and then you just make an appointment um, to come pick it up um, if we're not open. If we're open, you can just come on that weekend, or you can just say, hey, I'm coming in at the end of the month um, when you're open, and then just pick it up then. Um, I do ship items, you know, so I don't, you know, that's it's not exclusive to you know local and i think that's what people should understand about instagram too or any social media is like don't don't limit yourself by staying local um but then then every every end of the month uh the last weekend of the month we open up the shop so we're on month three of that process previously we were open every single weekend Mm -hmm. uh saturday and sunday and you could just you know you just come shop cool but okay that's the process that's awesome. When you do, you only ship your smaller items. Yeah, we don't we don't do freight or anything. On okay. Yeah, I shipped some dining chairs recently, and that was an interesting experience. So try try Greyhound. Greyhound, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to it's a it's website. It's called ship shipgreyhound.com. Oof. You can you can Make ship certain note. things. Yeah, you can ship certain things on the bottom of the Greyhound bus. We used to use it for furniture back in the day. And you, all you got to do is like blanket wrap it and put sh- and then shrink wrap the actual you know item. You take it to your Greyhound station, and they usually have like a like a like a little counter to the side. Yeah, and it'll be like a shipping counter, and then the person who's receiving it is going to have to pick it up from Greyhound though. Like they, gotcha. it doesn't do it, you know? So yeah. just kind of keep that in mind. Cool, man. That is a huge tip right there. Thank you. I feel like this is kind of like a half podcast, half like you're coaching me call right now. So, uh, hey man, it's nothing. It's, you know, if you, if you don't know, you don't know. You know right. It's, like it's it true. Is. Yeah, definitely. Well, man, so let's, um, just a, one more quick question here before we move on to kind of like how you as the business person operate, but what would you, what would you say? Like, do do you get a fair amount of like repeat customers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have huge high 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 customer retention. Okay. Like to the point where like this year we even launched uh we launched the VIP club. Oh, um, cool. You know, for for people who are like really trying to be like get in early and like you know yeah they, they are the people who are like really really rolling with me. So yeah, that's so cool, man. So what would you say make them? kind of stick around like just the quality of the items and the customer service 
Um, that's probably something you would have to ask them, but I mean, I, I get <laughs> just you your know, guess I, though, like speculating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, um, I don't know, man, I get cool stuff, but I'm a real person. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the one piece that a lot of people tell yeah. me is like, you know, there, uh, there's other places to be able to shop, but like, I don't know. I just, I keep shit really, really real and yeah. I find really different and unique stuff. Like, um, I don't know. I got a different eye than most people, I think, too. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I see so I've seen so much and I see so much because of the auction company. Like what's what's you what's rare to the next person may be really common to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's so awesome. So let me just kind of ask you some questions here about you and how you how you approach your business. So what does what does planning look like for you? And by that, I mean, you know, some people some people are very much kind of fly by the seat of their pants, like figure it out as it comes. Other people are like a five-year plan, you know, like what is, what is kind of like planning for the future when there's not a global pandemic throwing everything off? <laughs> like what does, what does planning for the future look like for you? Um, I mean, well, we, we have a vision board, you know, that we mark things off on. Um, you know, I'm, I am very much the, uh, an idea and go kind of person. I don't, you know, I'm not going to, obviously I'm going to weigh the risk out first, Mm -hmm. but I am very much, um, you know, an idea and, you know, we're in execution really fast. Usually, um, I don't, uh, you know, there's long-term goals out there obviously, but I'm not the, I don't know, man. I just, (laughs) yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, there's, there's obviously the the division board is the key, Mm -hmm. you know, because that, that is, is constantly been, filled with ideas and as I'm you know I'm also crossing stuff off of there too so you know to me that's the the biggest that's the biggest planning piece of my business yeah that I use you know yeah I love that man I'm a I'm very much a checklist type of person myself rather than like this massive master plan so I think I think that 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 is how also my mind works is like oh it's got to be like, I don't know what's going to, for all I know, the world might not be here in five years. Like, I don't need a mm-hmm. five-year plan. Now let me focus on mm-hmm. this year. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So what does, um, like, this is, this is, you can answer this as, as much as you want, but like one thing that I'm really intrigued by is kind of like people's daily routines, you know, the mm-hmm. people, people who get a lot of stuff done daily routines. So mm-hmm. like, what would you say? And it does, I don't know if you have do the same type of thing every day or if it changes, but what does like a, a typical day look like for, for you, like in the life of Eric? Typical day. I'm usually like up by like five o'clock, five thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to the gym and I'm usually done with the gym, probably like uh, gym opens at six. So I'm probably done about eight, mm-hmm. go home, have some breakfast, play with the dog. Um, I don't have like, I'm not like looking for estate sales or anything like that. Like I'm very much, you know, if I get a call to go look at some stuff, I'll go look at some stuff. If not, like I'm going to thrift, you know, Um, thrifting is, you know, kind of the the time filler for me Mm. um, between like really looking at homes and looking at stuff. But it's, it's, that's my day, man. Like I really don't have, it drives my wife crazy because she's like, you just do whatever way the wind blows you. Like I can, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. really just don't, I don't have like, like today I do have like this morning I had an appointment. So it's still, you know, I'll give you today, for instance, like got up at five, went to the gym. Uh, I went to my nine o'clock appointment, bought a dining set, loaded that in the U-Haul, 
Now I'm at the uh, shop talking to you, looking at the shit I just brought in yesterday yeah. that I need to organize. <laughs> and then I got a 1230 after this to look at some more stuff. Like, but after I leave there, I'm probably going to thrift. Like, yeah. Or I, or I might not. Like, it's, it's, dude, my, my days are super like, whatever. That's awesome. As long as I get the, the only days I don't like is when I don't really get this shop. Like, there's two thrift stores like five to seven minutes away from my house. So it's always like, my wife either knows like before I leave or come home, I'm always stopping. Yeah. Cause like, how can you not? They're right. Like, like right. I, I got to, I got to patrol them damn near. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. You got to beat everybody else. <laughs> it's just like my neighborhood. Like how, yeah. how dare you find that sofa in my block? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, that is amazing. Like I, you know, I will say that I feel that for me personally, thrift stores are the the part that I'm missing the most. Like I definitely do auctions, estate sales, like I like people, there are definitely a fair amount of people now locally who will reach out to me to like come clear things out or, you yeah. know, like estate sale companies who, you know, they, they have a bunch of stuff that they've, maybe they have too many sales that week. Yep. So they'll just call me to come like get the furniture that I want, stuff like that. But yeah. like, and so I'm grateful for those things, but I don't really go to thrift stores a lot because like when I first started it, I went in the thrift stores and the prices mm -hmm. of the furniture were similar to like what I would sell it for. And so I guess mm -hmm. I just haven't really gone back, you know? So I think I need to start checking out the thrift stores again, but I would, I, you know, my suggestion here's, here's the thing. Here's the way that I, I, I use it. It's funny. I didn't thrift until probably like, seven six or seven years ago and the only reason i started thrifting is because i did an auction for this guy that had we took we pulled two 26 foot trucks of mid-century modern furniture from his house and he wow. was like i bought all of this shit thrifting and i'm like what and like my <laughs> like i couldn't even believe it like and i and i went back and i went home and i told my wife and i'm like damn for the money i'm spending on the states like i could thrift every day and not spend a third of that you know what yeah. i mean like wow. you know so and that's that's so to me like I would say, yes, there's going to be stuff that's too expensive, but that's where you have to get smarter and find the stuff that they underprice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, maybe you're buying the stuff that you sometimes wouldn't necessarily like you, you maybe expand your horizons. Cause here's the thing. They're putting stuff out every day, all day. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Okay. You know, so look at it that way. Like, okay, if they're putting shit out every two hours, every three hours, like, it's on me to be to find to expand my knowledge because there's got to be money to be made here somewhere yeah absolutely man that is that that is so cool like i'm I'm probably gonna hit a thrift store tomorrow so all right cool i, I would i would encourage it <laughs> yeah there are a lot here too man there are a lot so i've gotta i've gotta find my uh, where are you at where are you at i mean here's the thing in, in mm -hmm. january i'm actually planning on taking a it's like taking a month and going to stay somewhere like really like I'm, yeah i'm gonna get a penske truck and just get an airbnb in some state and just stay there for like a month yeah, I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. So if you come here, tell me so I don't waste my time going to the thrift store <laughs> to get everything you already got. <laughs> so we could do a live or something. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, let me know, man. That'd be great. Um, All right, uh, two more questions and I'm going to let you go. I know you've got another appointment okay. here. So we already touched on this a little bit as well, but like just kind of the inspiration, like when you when things start, you already mentioned how, you know, you may have started to get a little bit kind of, you know, bored, uninspired, kind of like not really like feeling it anymore. And then you started, you know, kind of injecting the art and the way you take pictures and things like that into it. And that, that refreshes you. Are there anything else like that, that kind of like 
inspires you, you know, when you, you wake up one day and you're just not feeling it or does that even happen to you? Like what is kind of like staying inspired to do, keep doing what you're doing look like for you? Um, getting to the point where you actually like have passion behind it. Like, yeah. because then, you know, you know, then it is not going to feel like work because there's always pieces of it that bring enjoyment to you. They give you that kind of high that, you know, even when you don't necessarily feel like it, you can, you know, look, you know, dig through a box of jewelry or what, you know, or set up yeah. a, a dresser and some lamps, like how, however, whatever pieces that bring you passion or bring you the most enjoyment, like getting to the point where that's what, that's how you actually make the money versus like just finding a bunch of shit all the yeah. time. Because, yeah. you know, like, like I said, like I'm looking around and although I'm looking at this pile of stuff that we just dumped in here yesterday from this house, um, I can see a, a, a pretty painting and, you know, a globe and the drawer pulls on the dresser. So it's like, even though it's just sitting there, like I, it brings me enjoyment just seeing those little details where, yeah, you know, not staging it today because I'm clearly anal, like where I got a fucking decorate all this stuff so fast mm -hmm. um you know it's, it's just uh it is what it is man. yeah <laughs> man that's so awesome so last Find a passion. absolutely absolutely last main question for you here you know if you <clears throat> if you knew somebody who was looking to start a business or you met somebody who's you know maybe they're in the very very early stages of starting a small business it doesn't have to be you know, it doesn't have to be reselling related, just anything, you know, if they're starting a business, what, what, if you could only give them one piece of advice, what would be the, the best piece of advice you would give to like a new or aspiring uh, small business owner? Um, it's going to go back to the passion. Yeah. It's going to go back to the passion. Like the moment you can figure out how to get paid from your passion, you're set. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just can't, I can't put it any clearer. Like, you know, to me, obviously the growing pains of just learning how to run an auction company and all of those things that helped me get to this point where I found my passion, but I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, I, like, I wish I would have found it in 06 or 07. Like, yeah, you know, the sooner you can build your business off of passion versus, uh, you know, having to pay the bills or having to pay, make payroll or, you know, that's when that's you're at a different level of you know like you know you're at a different level of like zero fucks like you know yeah. it's just is it's just i'm telling you man like it you know it's it's gonna it's gonna grow even faster that way because it's yeah. gonna be so organic and natural to you that people are gonna see that too mm -hmm. man such good advice man thank you let me uh where where can people find you eric if if you know maybe they're in maybe they're in milwaukee and they hear this and they want to come find you but also okay, so, also where can they find you online okay so instagram we're bc like boy b like boy c like cat bc modern mke um in milwaukee we're on uh, we're located in 908 south fifth street uh, my storefront is super low key. Like there ain't even a, a sign out front. Like if you know, you know. Um, so when you said it's exclusive, you weren't joking around, dude. I'm 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 on some different stuff now, yeah. man. Like, and that's that's just you know that's just what I'm trying to do. But yeah. it, it's uh that's that's where I'm at. You know the main the main thing I can say is if you're trying to find me, you know BC Modern MKE, uh, Bruce City Mod, 
bcmodern.com is the website. Um, but if you type BC Modern anywhere, you know, we should, we should pop up some, you know, cool. with something on there. Cool. Well, Eric, man, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy and it was, it was awesome getting to talk to you, man. All right, cool. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, Brandon, again, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, got anything from it, please tune back in and please share it with any other small business owners in your life.